It is the L-E-F-K-O-E, man, and you are listening to the sweetest sounds, the sultry tones, the boisterous boys, the Joint Practices Podcast. Get it, fellas. Yo, welcome in to number 58, the episode number 58 of the Joint Practices Podcast. I'm your host this evening for a special edition of the Joint Practices Podcast because we're going to get straight in to the best segment of the week. That's right. Let's get to the pickles. Hey, pick'em, that's the name of the game. Snatching winners every week like a turnover chain. Uh, picking spreads over under long shots. Ha! You know we got it cause our bank rolls on top. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, joining us from Orlando, Florida. Show money on the mic. How you doing? Hey, it's me. Uh, our Skype call didn't record with Sean, so I'm going to have to fill you guys in on what he said. Basically, he's in Disney, having a great time, had pancakes with Mickey, I think. All right, back to the show. Hey, let's go ahead and uh, jump right into last week's picks. Um, we had the Eagles visiting the Cowboys. Great showing by the Eagles. Um, Cowboys... Cowboys were a three-point favorite over under 49. Turns out Cowboys and over would have been a real good pick. Nobody made that for us. Nope. Or the public. Uh, Sean got the over. That's about all we have to say uh, went in favor for us this week in that game. Um, Yeah. Not good. Not good at all. Uh, Jumping into the Raiders, visiting the Packers. Packers a six-point favorite. 47 over under, which the Packers almost hit by themselves. Uh, so Packers and over, good call. Sean got it. We were talking about that, uh, the you know that Raiders under pick. We didn't want that to hit last week. Good job, public. You doinked one. Uh, Stephen and I both picked the Packers in the under, so we get a point. Vikings at Lions. Vikings one and a half point favorite. 46 and a half over under. Vikings over, looks like the public, looks like me, looks like Sean, all hit. Steven didn't believe in the over, so he went under. Missed out, missed out. Uh, They basically hit the over at halftime, so wasn't even close. Uh, Go on to the pandering to Sean's wife game of the week last week. The Saints going going in to see the Bears. Bears a three-point favorite with a 38 over under. Uh, they crushed it out of the park in this game. That was a very <laughs> surprising score for me. Um, and also, I went Bears under just to try and pick up some points. Didn't work out. I just doing that completely discredited uh the Saints' defense. But yeah, Saints and over end up winning. So Sean and the public get three points for getting both. Stephen picked the Saints. That's one. I went over there. We now go to the standings so far through week seven. I'm still in the basement. 29 points. Steven now in second to last place at 33. Sean moves to second place at 35 in the public. The public. 
still leads the way. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the public still leads the way. 37 points, so Sean just a couple points behind. Uh, looking to make up some ground. Uh, did you? Y yes, you did. Yeah, if you had picked Cowboys over, you'd you'd hit everything. Yeah, so you should miss a couple more episodes, and uh, you might be in the lead when you come back. Moving on here, looking into the Week Eight matchups. You know, we got the Washington Football Team is going into Minnesota to play the Vikings. Uh, Vikings a 16-point favorite this week with an over/under of 42. Sean, how do you feel about this one from down there in sunny Florida? Yeah, this is this is me, Sean. Oh, coupons, God damn it! Oh, give me the Vikings and the over. Um, for me, the the Washington football team is uh, scoring just under 13 points a game and giving up 25. So I expect them to give up like 35 but score like three. So I'm going to go with Vikings and under. I just think that they're going to – I mean, they just played the 49ers and couldn't score a point, so – I just think it's going to be one of those games where, uh, you know, the Vikings get out to the early lead and they're just able to control the clock and just get the hell out of there on a Thursday night. Yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings too, but I'm going to take the under just because I don't think the Vikings are going to score 42 points and I don't think Washington's going to score any points. <laughs> Fair assessment. Moving on then, uh, Eagles going to uh, Buffalo. Go see the the Bills there. We'll see the Buffalo Bills. The Bills, a two-point favorite at home with an over-under of 43. Um, looks like the public is on the Bills and the under. Sean, how you feeling after that uh, debacle in Dallas? Not great. Not great. We could really benefit from, you know, a legend like Aaron Rodgers, but we, we don't have him. So I'm going to take the Bills and the over. I think it's finally time that the uh, that the Eagles wake up a little bit here. I'm gonna take them to win, or at least not lose by two. <laughs> I'm gonna go with over as well. Uh, can see some. Ah, uh, no, 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 oh, no, no. I'm gonna go under. I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking the under. I'm gonna take Eagles and under for I'm me. I'm gonna take Eagles over because. We talked about this last episode. That was just like 60 minutes of really shitty, sloppy football. And I think this is the game Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson come out and they say, nah, that's not the team that we are. And they're going to put up stupid, stupid numbers. I think the Bills, are the, their defense is better than the Cowboys is. And, I mean, as bad as the Eagles did play, like I, I think that the Bills' defense against a you know fully formative offense – that the Eagles can put on the field can still hold them to 10. So, But I think, uh, yeah, I think the Bills' offense is going to struggle. I can see it. I can smell it. Let's see, other games here. Packers going to Arrowhead to play the Chefs. P 
Packers are a four and a half point favorite on the road this week with Matt Moore starting at quarterback for the Chiefs. It's a 48 point over under. Looks like the public enjoys the Chiefs here and the under. So I, I, apparently they're not expecting an offensive onslaught. Um, Steven, how are you feeling about the Packers this week? No, obviously with no Mahomes, it's a completely different game. Ticket prices literally dropped when they found out it wouldn't be Mahomes versus Rodgers. Um, I want to see them come out and do some real big damage. I got the Packers over 35-17. I'm, uh, I'm also going to take the Packers and the over in this one. And I just, like, I think I mentioned in, in the last episode that just even though it's Matt Moore in there, a lot of really speedy guys there, you know, the, the Chiefs offense is just up-tempo, really fast plays, quick strike sort of thing. So I think, you know, even with him in there and the way that Green Bay plays defense, uh, I just think that their secondary is prone to give up some big plays as we've seen the last couple of weeks. So I just think that, you know, <laughs> you're going to see some stupid back and forth Scoring a lot, a lot like what happened in the Minnesota and Detroit game. So Packers and over for me. Sean, how do you feel about this game? Well, even though Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback of all time, and I, I have trouble admitting it, I'm still going to take the Packers and the under here. The Cucka Browns uh, going to Gillette play the New England Patriots. You know, I a lot of people thought that this was going to be the game where the Patriots actually had to play somebody. It was worth a damn, but the New England Patriots are a ten and a half point favorite at home, with a forty six and a half point over under. The public in on the Patriots and the under. I I'm gonna go Patriots and over. I just think that the way that the Patriots just uh, torch the Jets, and I think you're gonna get some uh, some OBJ magic in this game a couple touchdowns so I believe in the Patriots still but I think we're going to see quite a bit of points in this one yeah I'm the same way I, I think you have to take the Patriots and I think that 46 and a half you have to take the over to just because the Patriots can score 46 and a half against the Browns oh yeah I, I totally agree too this is Sean again uh go Pat go uh Patriots over all right, Sean, you go enjoy your vacation. Yeah, Thank you for a, joining us. Speaking of extending vacations, go enjoy the rest of yours. We'll see you when you get home. Safe travels and have fun, boy. All right, so now that we've uh, gotten through the pick em, we uh, can go back and take a look at this Packers and Chiefs matchup, which uh, got much less uh, interesting. Um, Sunday night game, in my personal opinion. I feel like this game should get flexed for something else because it's just not the, you know, the meat and potatoes just ain't there anymore. Yeah, it's, uh, you lose Mahomes. Not saying that Aaron Rodgers isn't primetime material all by himself, but obviously with the Mahomes uh, kneecap dislocation, we're looking at Matt Moore going to start this game for the Chiefs. Um, you know, how how you feeling now, especially uh, with no reigning MVP uh, in this game? Well, definitely more this week, definitely Steven. more confident 
knowing Mahomes isn't there, but you still have those playmakers at receiver. You still have the running back. Um, I always fucking blank. Who's the running back? LaShawn McCoy? LaShawn McCoy, but the, no, I was thinking of the other one. No, I am thinking of LaShawn McCoy. He's on my team. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like like we talked about, you, it kind of loses that, that appeal. It's not that sexy matchup anymore. You know, former MVP versus reigning MVP. Um, but I still have confidence in Green Bay. I don't think, like like the spread's four and a half. I don't think they're going to have a problem um, even covering the spread. What I what I want to see is we're going to be playing against Matt Moore. It's not Pat Mahomes, but like I said, with the wide receivers, I want to see a cutback on the uh, on the big plays that we're giving up. We talked about it in the last episode. Both Green Bay and and Minnesota are guilty of this. And taking a step back, we're going to have Matt Moore. It's not that elite quarterback. Let's take advantage of it. Force them to run more. And if they do pass, let's not give up those big plays. Because it's not going to be every week that Aaron Jones runs for four touchdowns or Aaron Rodgers throws for five. We're not always good. You know, we always praise the run defense in that front set. But what we really need to work on, and I think this is the perfect week for it, is that passing attack. Yeah, I mean, exactly that. Like, um, So we see this injury, and obviously, you know, Packers have the Chiefs this week. Vikings going to Arrowhead next week. So I'm like, this is a good-bad thing because it's like, okay, we don't have to play against Mahomes, but then again, I kind of want to see how our defense reacts to playing against a guy like Mahomes. So does it make it less stressful? Maybe. But do you feel a lot worse if your team loses (laughs) against the Chiefs when Mahomes isn't in there? Absolutely. So, I mean... You know, it takes away some of that excitement from the game, but also, you know, the anxiety kind of goes up a little bit too because you're like, all right, you're playing in KC. You know it's going to be loud. Um, you, you know, I mean, the Packers just need to get out to an early lead, I think, in this game and start to get Andy Reid thinking about, well, we're going to have a shootout on our hands. And now you put the game in Matt Moore's hands. And you hope, you know, maybe the Smith brothers get in there and uh, they keep calling them the Smith brothers brothers. too in the media, even though they're not brothers. It's just like, yeah, it's just like, all right, well, their last names are both Smith. That's so they're related, obviously. Um, There's nobody else in the world with the last name. It's definitely a wrestling storyline where they're like, uh, okay, you you guys are brothers. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. So those guys getting pressure in there on on uh, Matt Moore, I think, will uh, just help out this uh, secondary tremendously because you just want to rush the ball out of his hands. Don't allow these guys to, you know, get anything going downfield. I mean, this is going to be the same recipe. So everything that, everything that I say <laughs> right now, this, you're going to hear the exact same thing next uh, next week when we're just talking about the Vikings and the Chiefs matchups. <laughs> Yeah, so uh whatever the uh you know, the Packers do well in this game on defense. Um I'm also gonna talk a lot about that. Um and then the in the the same aspect, uh you know, you you're gonna look for Aaron Rodgers just to lead this team uh, you know, to victory. It's a potentially this this could have been like a, a Super Bowl, 
you know, worthy matchup here in the middle week of the the season. So, I mean, the Mahomes injury just sucks. Feels like we get robbed. Yeah. Um, I'm just glad it's not more serious than it was. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully, he just misses no surgery. You know, the I think they said like three weeks is about the the timetable on this one, but. Uh, it's crazy too to see like these matchup predictors for, um, you know what people think are gonna win. It's like all fifty fifty, <laughs> even without Mahomes in the game. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe we're in for a a much better game than I think we are. But just without Mahomes in there, I just give the edge to the Packers. So I'm gonna watch this game far more nervous about the defense and the offense, for sure. Yeah, that's true. So, how are you feeling about Washington coming in? Um, uh, I'm not concerned. <laughs> Shouldn't be. <laughs> I I mean, I yeah. Th- again, their only win on the season was against the Dolphins, who, uh, they, I mean, they couldn't be in a middle school team right now. So, well, they had to try to lose that game. They went for two and threw yeah, it at I his mean, feet. Also, it's also true too. I I mean, I think it's just you know. My heart would hurt a little bit if we go into this this game and I watch Case Keenum hand the ball off to Adrian Peterson. Like a little piece of me, <laughs> that Vikings pass, just dies a little bit because I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, what could have been? I never wanted it to come to this, but, you know, here we are. Uh, I know that season w- went so well and really got us nothing. So either way, um, Washington hasn't been – any good <laughs> all year long, really. Um, I, again, Adrian Peterson, who's 30-something, 37 years old or whatever it is now, is your leading rusher. That's rough. Case Keenum has not done a whole lot good for you all year long. That that signing you know, from Denver hasn't panned out. Nope. Um, I just... Offensively, I just don't think that they they can stand up to this defense. Um, Maybe you'll see a spark here or there where they hook up some play where somebody's not paying attention, like the like the Lions did uh, last week, where just got guys mixed up. Good for them, Uh, but God, a 16-point favorite. Um, This is the biggest spread the Vikings have seen in probably a couple years. So. I think the only thing slowing down the offense is maybe if they just sit feeling and think that, you know, this isn't an easy game to win. But other than that, like, I really don't have a whole lot. Like, how do you talk about your team going against a team that's 1-6 right now? Well, I think it puts you guys in kind of a tough situation because, God forbid you lose, you guys lost to Washington. But say you only win by three, you're going to get – well, the Viking, they only won by three. They only beat Washington by three points. So it's either you blow them out and, yeah, you were supposed to, or you kind of get that they lost or they, they barely won. So, like, a team a team with the Vikings who who has look, Stephon Diggs, Dalvin Cook, like you basically score at will nowadays. Um, if you don't blow out Washington, is that going to be seen as a disappointment or is a win a win? I mean, at this point, you just have to take it, I guess. Because, uh, you know, you're, you're talking about that. Last year, when, uh, when the Vikings lost to the Bills, you know, that was, that was like that trap game. Like, 
it felt like they just overlooked it. They were underprepared, and they just took, you know, the Bills for granted. So, obviously, if this is a tight game, then you start to feel a little nervous about maybe your preparation and your planning and whatever. But it's like, with Thielen, you know, maybe not playing, you know, Washington does have Josh Norman. He's a pretty good cornerback. So maybe them matching him up on on Diggs kind of stifles their pass offense. You never know. Like, strange things happen, but and it's a Thursday night game, so who knows. But I have a hard time believing the Vikings don't, you know, win this game. The spread thing isn't, like, a huge deal for me because, again, you can go up by 10 points and then just be like, we're just going to run the ball the rest of the game and stop them on defense. Right. So, who you know. You're not necessarily to say? going through the throat the whole time. Yeah, I just, you know, I would expect this just to be another one of those, like, God, why are they playing football on Thursday night games? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ugh. Weird, weird week, that's for sure. And I think that Patriots game is just going to be a shit show. You think the Patriots score yeah, 70 that... points in that game? No. <laughs> <laughs> they won't, but I mean, yeah. It's certainly going to get interesting, and I think even with, uh, like, did you see <laughs> Odell Beckham got fined because his pants were too high? I didn't, I saw the article on Bleacher Report, I didn't click on it, but... I just assumed it was because of knee pads. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but he's already going to be pissed off about that, so I'm sure he's going to say something dumb before that game to get some bulletin board material like uh, Sam Darnold saying, oh, we just need to find the weakness of the defense and then exploit it. <laughs> Great job. Sitting up there <laughs> your your exploitation <laughs> of their defense was to throw it to them. <laughs> They'll never expect Fucking it. bonehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's a good game plan. <laughs> No, but I just like I I think the Browns are in in serious trouble. Um I picked them to be a wild card team just because I thought this this kind of thing was going to happen to them where they were going to uh find some struggles early on and then just, you know, it was going to slow down, you know, all the hype and everything that they had and, you know, their ability to progress, but I feel like Especially with the news of uh, them almost firing Freddie Kitchens or whatever that story was. Because that's what you want to come out, is that you almost yeah. fired your coach. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but listen, 2-4 and four is a standard Brown season, that's but it's not what they them. expected this year. And they <laughs> <laughs> You know, they went out and they made some moves to seriously try to improve this team, and they the only like spot that they lacked like actually you know making this team better was the offensive line and i think it's it's really causing them you know some incredible pain right now because you know baker's back there just looking like an idiot because he he's running for his life and he's he's seeing ghosts <laughs> as sam darnold <laughs> would say but yeah it's been disappointing so far but Again, this is going to be the halfway mo- the halfway mark in the season. Uh, basically, this was this will be the seventh game for for the Browns, and so they're not quite halfway there. But 
you still have time to turn it around. And what better way than in Foxborough versus the uh, reigning, defending, undisputed Super Bowl champions of the world? Yeah, it's not going to happen. And it's mind. rough for the Browns because, like, like you were talking about, all the offseason acquisitions, all offseason and from the end of last season, the Browns, all they did was pack the car and get ready for the road trip and talk about the road trip. And then week one got here and they all got in the car and nobody put gas in the car. And that's what's happened to the Browns. Now they're just sitting in their car full of shit talent and they just can't go anywhere like i i bought in i fully expected the browns to come out put up dumb numbers baker and obj just you know putting up stupid numbers all over the field not didn't see this didn't see this yeah i mean i thought maybe some struggles early on but two and four and as bad as they've looked in a couple of those games it's i mean Baker Mayfield has to have one of the 11 interceptions has to be one of the tops in the league right now. It's up there. It's not what you want to see. <laughs> I mean, I know Sam Darnold almost hit half that one game, So, but he also was out with mono. Fucking Jameis so. Winston had five interceptions the week before, too. Oh, yeah, he What's did. What's going on? He has 10 this year, too, so <laughs> that's, uh, that's a pretty good number. Holy shit. Uh, you got you love to you love to see your quarterback with double digit interceptions after seven yeah. weeks. That's good for the old uh, morale. Yeah, look for the Patriots to. Patriots are now seven and zero. By the way, coming into this game, week eight. Uh, that's that's right, seven and zero for the first time since twenty fifteen. So it's long overdue for for the Patriots to be. Yeah, 7 they and suck. 0. Yeah, they just. I mean. Rough when you know you gotta wait four years for your team to go undefeated through seven weeks. <laughs> Can't relate. Spoiled, rotten, fucking bitches. Yeah, Green Bay's won as many games as they have la- had last season. So, I mean, we're already looking up. I mean, this would be a very <laughs> disappointing season if you didn't beat last year's total <laughs> at this point. <laughs> oh no! Don't say yeah. that. I mean, you can say that because it probably benefits the Vikings, but (laughs) (laughs) oh, that would be rough. But anyway, uh, coming to a close here, episode fifty-eight. That's right, looking into uh, to week eight, really starting to kind of take shape as far as the uh, the whole league is concerned. Two more undefeated teams remain. is it there's two more teams that haven't won a game remaining uh the Dolphins and the Bengals looks like they might never win well, a game the difference is the uh, Bengals are trying Stephen, to win games the Dolphins are not yeah uh so i'll give you a scenario where we have the Patriots and the 49ers who are both undefeated the Dolphins and the Bengals both haven't won a game yet uh what do you think's more likely the Patriots or the 49ers go undefeated, or the Dolphins or the Bengals don't win a game oh, all year. Oh, the Dolphins don't win a game. Um, one of the NFL insiders tweeted, and I 100% agree, he said it's going to take 16 losses to get the first round pick this year, or the first overall pick this year, and I 100% agree. Like, the Dolphins don't have any interest in winning. 
See, and I'd like to have uh, have Sean here too um, in a situation like this because uh, just this week, uh, Alabama quarterback Tua Tungavailoa went down with an injury, uh, missed a majority of the game, and I believe it was a leg injury. And for me, if it, you know, if I'm him in that situation where I get hurt, and this is a a year where I can come out for the draft, like I'm almost thinking, like I'm never putting on an Alabama uniform ever again. Yeah. And I'm just getting ready for the draft. <laughs> but also in the back of my mind, if I'm looking at what they're doing down there in Miami right now, I'm like, do I really <laughs> want to go out in the draft right now? Yeah. Like, can I find a way to stay in school I've instead? I always want to take that art class. Maybe I should stick around another year just to avoid Miami. Yeah, so I, I don't know if they're, you know, they're playing the Tua lottery right now as far as Miami's concerned. They think that's going to fix everything, but it, we've seen time and time again, you know, a young quarterback doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you're going to have success moving forward. A lot of the times you got to tank like five or six years in a row to – kind of build a team that's going to get you any sort of a, a chance at winning your division. Maybe they're just trying to outweigh, oh, let's look at that you know, Chiefs. when Brady leaves. Like the Chiefs were garbage all the time. Yeah, that's true, too. They were bad for a while. They but got I mean, a bunch again, of good picks, and now look at them. Yeah, but even the Dolphins, like, traded away some of their good young guys. <laughs> Minka Fitzpatrick and Laramie Tunsil, and, you know, they're just – it's just like – they're making it obvious that they're tanking, but also you're getting rid of the good pieces that could make you better down the road. Yeah, you <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. There for when you get that first pick. Yeah, it's just—it's very bizarre. <laughs> I don't—I I, can't—I can't explain it. I think best example is, uh, hey, the Houston Astros are playing in the World Series right now. And they were dog shit for about seven and eight years, and they just stockpiled all these guys now that battle each other for MVP. Yeah. A good, uh, every a good single year so yeah I mean if I'm a fan of you know any given sports team and I'm like well can I handle them being terrible for seven or eight years so that we can you know go to three or four you know championship games you know in a decade like yeah I guess they'd be okay with that but <laughs> what the Dolphins are doing right now is not that and uh not planning well for their future. So. San Diego I would agree with you that. Yeah, I would. I would agree. Maybe we're gonna see, uh, like the Detroit Lions did uh, a number of years ago. Might have another 0 16 season <laughs> on our hands. Which, uh, if you're on the Twitter bird this week, go ahead and follow us at Joint Practices or Sean at Eleven the Goat. Steven at Steven JPP. I'm at the Knox says and use the hashtag O that's O H and spelt out 16, right? Because that's what we're looking forward to this week or this season. <laughs> the Dolphins going over, baby. Yeah, they should. Um, if two teams finish 0 and 16, they should make them have a fucking make them play. Just <laughs> one quarter. Oh, well, I mean, it would have to be, it would have to be the Dolphins and Bengals, and they play each other later this year, so it's not going to happen. Well, that's true. But if you're still listening, thank you guys so much. Um, 
we like just coming on here twice a week and talking about football so it's cool that people listen um if you want to help us out you can rate review the the pod subscribe to it on whatever platform you're on we're on almost all of them uh but share it with your friends we talk about this almost every week but we'd love to have people on for seven on sevens i still have not made that sheet but i will and um like we said yeah we're, we're gonna have people on you'll have your very own episode talk about your favorite team even if they're garbage yeah even if you're a dolphins fan but hey, uh, you know these last four episodes have been a lot of fun. Glad we got to uh, check in on Sean down there in Florida. Thanks for uh, joining us and giving your picks this week. Enjoy the rest of your vacation. And uh, everybody out there, enjoy week eight. I'm looking forward to the Thursday night. Get to watch the Vikings in primetime. It's going to be fun. And then you got the Packers in primetime as well, as long as they don't get flexed out. <laughs> yeah. Like get flexed out for that Eagles Bills game. <laughs> Barn burner itself. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Go uh, Petco. Skull Vikings. Get baked. Twice. <laughs> A couple times. All right. We out. Once for supper. <laughs>